Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I will attempt to write a complete scenario for the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. So let's see where we are. Morgan and Tyler are working on the text body of this scenario, and Oscar is giving tips on editing. While Jason and Zane are working on characters, I'm working on the graphics. So let's see what's up. Who wants to go first? Uh, I will. Okay. So... Uh, I, again, you know, my writing has been very slow, but Morgan and I uh, were talking this week um, and we we kind of made a, a little bit of an executive decision, um, which hopefully everybody's going to be good with. Um, but we we decided to change the cannibal from a man to a woman. Mm-hmm. Um and here, here's here's the reason why, and I'll kind of walk because because I'm the one who proposed this. Morgan agreed, so if there's anything wrong with it, it's totally my fault. Um, I was I was sitting there thinking as I was writing um, the uh, the the parts of the scenario that involved the cannibal, and to me it very it felt very much like we were just dropping something else in, and it was very cliche to have this you know rough bearded guy be you know somebody who is going up against the um the the pcs and it it was very hard for me in in my head to um uh i guess not not, not justify because it definitely adds a lot to the scenario but you know what one of the goals or one of the purposes of the cannibal is to try to trick the um, pcs into thinking that he's not or the, the the cannibal is not uh, malicious or not working with the uh, the sand dwellers and the more I thought about it the more all I could think of was you know the PCs are going to see this like rough bearded guy in a cabin in this uh, place that's supposed to be deserted um, they're immediately going to have throw their suspicions up no matter what we do you know players are going to be players you know they're going to they're going to be suspicious and so I started to think all right well what what can we do to lay that suspicion a little bit just to maybe make the the surprise a a little bit better. Um, And as I thought about that, you know, first my mind went, well, maybe we could kind of have him, you know, trick the, or or pretend to be part of the party that's missing. Um, And then I thought, all right, well, you know, that's one step. And then, you know, I started thinking about, you know, what, what would the, what would even allay the, the suspicions a little bit more? And I kind of came to the conclusion that um, if we made the uh, the cannibal a woman instead of a man, um, th- I think that would immediately allay a lot of suspicions. You know, there, there's still going to be some there um, because, you know, this person's in, in the middle of the woods and that. But I also started to think, well, you know, what if our uh, our party that's missing, the, the um, scientific party that went missing, um, that one of the reasons that they they were you know semi-famous or at least got in the news was because they had a woman on their expedition with them, um, and so you know if we if we changed it and did that, then we could have the the woman cannibal be um, pretend to be the woman in the party, and you know. I think at that point the the players might be a little bit less suspicious of, of that and be more willing to you know not necessarily fall fall for it because there'll there'll definitely be clues that she isn't who she says she is but I, I think it kind of adds a 
bit more it, it doesn't feel as you know as much as like a drop in into the scenario anymore at least my thoughts um you so, can even have um her put on the female's clothes yes exactly. so in fact in the background um so what i what i posted what i sent to everybody i actually went in and edited the background to include <clears throat> in the background section it is in fact the daughter of the founder of the town who goes cannibal and it talks cool. about how after she attacks the party, she steals the clothes of a female to pretend to be her to catch whoever comes to catch more people who come looking because she yeah. wants. To Actually, it would make more sense uh, if she had no idea that anybody was else was coming. She just took the clothes because her clothes are rattered, ratty, and tattered, and all that. And she just wanted new clothes, and there they were. And we, they, the players mistake her for. Yeah, you know, she just plays that up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's me. Um, and she's still thinking stuck in the woods. It's a little loud now. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but I can fix that in post. So, what are we thinking, Josephine? Instead of so Jason? Currently, currently, I've named her Jane. Okay. Yeah. Instead of Jason, Jane Mel. At the moment, is what. So yeah, the okay. owner of the town's name was still Jason, right? Yep, Jason Mill, founded the town. Because that was something me and Jason have, uh, we've decided to do, we think it'd be quite cool, is that each of uh, us who are creating the game, our name is used as one of the characters or some part of the story. So yeah. right now, uh, it's Father Rayleigh, uh, is the preacher. <laughs> Of the, <laughs> of the Congressional <laughs> Church of West Haven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I, lived down the, I, I lived down the street at one time from a Father Glenn Rayleigh. Yeah. <laughs> local church. Um, um, and um, I, Zane is going to be uh, one of the... He's going to be a Yeah. Can, I, can uh, I suggest, though, that she should have a very feminine sort of name? You know, that's what I was thinking of, of the 1800, like, you know, yeah, Josephine, or Josephine or Isabel, uh, no, the, the, the cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's from eight, yeah. the late 1800s. Right. And so. I think that psychologically that will lessen. Certainly, you know, Josephine can't be a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Jane. Well, I believe that the, the, the person that, that, that she killed that I had, like that she killed and like took her um her identity in a sense if we go with that still if she's trying to pretend to be her um was victoria uh, was the person that she killed and took why don't we call her why don't, why don't we call her morgan that yeah, can't right? be a woman's name well the top 1800 female or, names or llewellyn Oh, Ooh, no, like no, no, see, so no, see, the great old one should have the Llewellyn name. You just replace a couple uh, of L's and some of the E's with apostrophes. But I mean, this is my daughter Llewellyn here. <laughs> I love Lou, that. That's so good. Lou, yeah. Ellen, Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Uh-huh. Um, also, just so I'm you know, the, the big old one, uh, we're going to leave that to you, Tom, because the big one, that was your idea, that was your baby. Yeah. Well, the the great the great old one. I as far as some of the details about it, of like the larva and and things. Tom it's not really. Did, it's not really a great old one, but it's it's just a giant 
evil monster thing. thing. Big we, bad. Yeah. Well, uh, Zane and I were talking. We figured whoever came up with the concept should be should have the the right or the I don't know the the gift to make it. You know, since you created it in well, your I, head already. I I add. I was trying to think of where the black stones came from. So I talked about this thing building a nest for its young, and then Tom went and did the art of it. Right. I just did the art. And we kind of didn't. We kind of decide that it doesn't have to have a name. It doesn't need one. Who would? No. How would it? How would anybody learn its name? The sand well, dwellers could say something, but me, me and Jason were saying, um, like the stats of the character, right? That up to to you guys since it was your creation. Oh, okay, that's why we figured since you made con- had the concept, maybe you wanted to actually create its stats and you know make it your baby, basically. Yeah. And work out how many hit points they have to inflict. Yeah, we'll, on just, the, we'll just call it like the, the dweller. It'll just be like the dweller in the cave. You know, it will have some Lovecraftian title book as its name. You know, the, the brood mother. The brood mother mm. works. You know, whatever. Because the word like brood sounds really creepy. <laughs> I like that. Brood mother. The brood mother. And the brood actually. Mother's- but it's really all. <laughs> well, and since I think it's since Tyler is um, writing kind of the end there, I think we can leave it up to him on how he wants to handle the stats of the thing. If he wants to, I know we were talking about before having one kind of configuration where it's like they could have a more pulpy ending where they could try to <clears throat> fight it off, or a more classic ending where it kind of is just an unstoppable. Uh, yeah, if they're full yeah. enough to attack the thing, then it. Yeah, that's what the, I think. That was the, if they do a certain amount of hit point damage to the actual butt, it, it turns it open. Goes out, <laughs> and they go, "Cool, we got rid of it," and then it comes. The face comes in, and and that's like, "Cool, game over, done, bye bye." It's um, just all tentacles and eyes, yeah. and it's well, like, "Oh, that's lovely." Big pictures like a it's spider. Just, yeah. I Tyler, I forgot to add you on, so I just forwarded it to you, but I have character okay. sheets for almost, I would say, 70% of the town done right now. And in each one, well, most of them, some of them didn't really need it, but I put like a little, like one of the children from the uh, from the hotel, his little thing is he doesn't want to actually take over the hotel. He got his hands on a jazz record and a jazz newspaper, a newspaper report from New York that talked about the jazz scene. And he secretly wants, since he plays guitar or piano, he secretly wants to run away to New York and be a musician. Uh, the woman who runs the stable, her <laughs> husband passed away and she's Indian. You know, I gave them real, I looked up the, um, Lakota names and I gave them matching names. Her husband's name was Horse. And you know, there's all like little linking things and like her name was no, no, with, with what with what I have written right now, yeah, her significant other was uh, disappeared in Sick as Hollow, actually. Right, that's why. And then his Lakota name uh, I can't pronounce it. It's on the character sheet, but I don't want to mispronounce it, I should say. But it translates to uh like strong horse or something like that. Okay. So now we've got to actually start to, I mean, we're going to have to start thinking about the editing. That's, that's going to be Oscar's thing. But see, I don't really know how do we bring this all together? So at the moment, so when I, so uh, looking at what Tyler has, um, I've been sending some things back and forth. There's two, two sections of his, there's the cannibal and then there's the storm when the storm starts. 
that kind of fit in with where my stuff has gotten to. And so I've kind of just left placeholders for those to slot into and then his will just continue from there. And when we send this to like um, the uh, repository, I, mm -hmm. I don't know how, see that's the, this is the part that I don't know how it works. Do we write it up like, like Oscar was telling us the way you write it up is a certain specific way. Yes, the um, from Drive Through RPG. If you go to the repository, you can download their uh, template. Speaking of which, by the way, Sean Little has just uploaded some stuff. He's he's created his own collection of oh, uh, cool. Um, all right, and then I I suppose I send the art files separately, and they put them where they're supposed to go. No, I, I we have to do everything. Okay. Yeah, we, we put together the whole thing as long as it fits in their template. Okay, I'll take a look at their template. I haven't really looked yet. It, from what I understand too, we don't necessarily have to use their template. Their templates are there in case you really don't know how to do layout. Okay. So if, if somebody wants to tackle layout and doing it on their own, I, I think we're allowed to. It still needs to go through their approval process. Right, but well, I'll do we, that part. Because that's what I do all day anyway. Just lay out. Mm -hmm. um, cool. That's that's good. Yeah, because I thought I thought maybe there was a specific way that they wanted things done exactly. Yeah, so we'll have to get so once the the body of the writing's done, we'll have to add the NPCs into it, get the cast list put together, um, get the handouts done. And then put it all together. So, Jason, did you want play to test talk it. about any of your? Yeah, and play, and play test. test. That's going to be fun. We've already got people lined up that want to play test. Cool. And haven't been watching the show. <laughs> Jason, did you want to go over any of your character specific ones? Tell us about them. Yeah, I'll bring some up. I misspoke before. I shouldn't say I. So Zane and myself yeah. have about 70% of them done. I didn't want to take credit for. Yeah, let me bring up some of these characters here and just one moment. Um, all right, like the Penman Hotel. You, oops, sorry, let me just close this. <laughs> I had some stuff open, so, all right. The Penman Hotel, which will be a main spot for the characters, the player characters, because they'll be staying there and questioning them. Uh, we had, there was uh, four people there. We had um, George Penman, uh, Jonathan, Mary, and Matthew. George would be the husband. Uh, this is opening now. Uh, I'm sorry, no. George is the bellboy slash maintenance, age 17, male, birthplace West Haven. Uh, that is the, you know, t uh, strong-willed. Uh, he knows he should run his father's business, but is torn between the new jazz fad that's on the radio and secretly hopes to become a musician. Um... I have under encounters with strange things has uh, he's seen something out in the woods a few miles out of town uh, strange footprints in the mud kind of look like a big lizard crazy right 
Um, and then I just, you know, I had under gears and possession, they had a, a Lewis Armstrong Satchmo article from the New York City Times. Um, and he got his fedora hat. I gave him some uh, skills in uh, dancing, music writing, and guitar. I mean, it's just little things to round out the characters. Some of this stuff is probably never even going to come up in an actual game. But I just tried to go the extra mile with every character I created to make them an actual human, you know, and not just uh, tall male, blonde hair, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I just <laughs> put a little bit to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. For example, like I was bringing up earlier, the Bluebell Stables. Um and the woman is a Native American Lakota tribe, which was written into the story. So I worked with that. Um, and her name is in Lakota. It's K-I-M-I-M-E-L-A. So it's Kimalia uh, Mag. M-A-G-A-S-K-A-W-E-E. -E. And then under her thing, it basically... Strong, beautiful woman, jet black hair, seems to be a sadness in her eyes, and her name in Lakota is Graceful Butterfly. Oh. So, Grace. yeah, uh, Kimalia is Butterfly, and I, like I said, I don't want to mis like butcher it by, by completely mispronouncing it, but it's basically Graceful Butterfly in Lakota. And I went in and went to a Lakota website and checked it. It wasn't like something I just found you know mismatch online right yeah i don't want to use the google translate yeah no i went into a, a lakota name database and got them from there cool Kudos on your due diligence oh hey i didn't even see you come in i had the <laughs> the screen yeah. um, minimized sorry sorry about arriving late guys that's okay only a couple minutes how yeah, you doing been talking about the uh bringing everything starting to bring everything together the different uh, kind of sections and then uh I'll talk briefly um about a change that we made uh, to the cannibal and that's what we've just kind of been discussing for a bit now there's about 70 percent of the townsfolk made as of right now i just went into doll's house and used full character sheets to create them just so i can keep everything organized i'm assuming later you'd let me know what format you'd want everybody in but i went in and gave everybody a slight little backstory a slight um where i felt it rel relevant and um like little dreams like stuff that they do i gave them skills that aren't on the sheet like cooking or sewing, guitar, dancing, just to round out the NPCs a bit. Right. When it comes down to it, I, I imagine there's a, you know, you're, it's, it's a matter of space, once again. Correct. That mm. uh, characters that are going to possibly have combat, need combat. Uh, characters that are just secondary characters in a hotel, they'll probably re be reduced down to just stats and yeah, we, we talked about we'll have like a just a um, like a townsperson stats. So like if it's just a random person they bump into in the street, they can just use those. Right. If they get into a scuffle, it's kind of like I know when I did Miss Jews, it was like beat cop, and you used that stat for every place. Yeah, and even and even if there isn't such a direct um, 
thing in scenarios where there's like cops or something, they still have like in case you need it. Right. Here's random town people stats. Yeah. Just yeah. so you have something to to use if push comes to shove. But yeah, for for primary characters, you know, having like the those things like the the role playing hooks, you know, trying to you know, here's yeah. some help for the keeper. Here's how you should run these guys. Um, and kind of like yeah, some descriptions yeah. and things. Yeah. Because that like the son that's into the the jazz music, um, he could he saw something in the woods. So the players might go and want to go, Ooh, maybe he'll point us in the direction of that. And they can bond with him about talking about jazz music and blah, 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 if they know that he's into it. So they can use that as a, a role play hook. Um, now, we asked, uh, sorry, you, you go, uh, Jay. I was just going to say, I also wanted to see more of not saying right now, but when there's a more of a finished product out, I wanted to read through it and then go back again and edit down or add to the sheets that's just something i did to bring each person alive in my head now if you know there's nothing in the scenario about such and such whatever going on i'll go and redact that you know i just put stuff in to bring life to them and then sure. if like you know if something changes like today the cannibal went from male to female now i'll just go back and re rewrite that but i'm not doing a full final working on each character until everything else is pretty much written because then I'll go have to, you know, it'll save it a little time. I just did it to get each person's personality yeah. in my head. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't gotten to the editing I, yet. That's where Oscar. Right. <laughs> he takes our 500 sheets and pairs them down to three sheets. So. <laughs> I uh, know. We're going to name the youngest son. <laughs> The youngest son is going to be named Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> we thought you might like that one. And Zane is working on the toads and the sand people. Yeah, we talked about, I think in the, uh, the last one was having like more the, the shaman toads, the, the warrior toads, the scouts. So I'm going to do like different stats to like, these are your combat ones, these are your magic ones and right. so and so. Now, I would like uh, at some point, not tonight, but at some point, uh, Tyler and Morgan to check out the cannibals' magic and see if that those spells and magic I picked would meet the character you've written into the scenario. Obviously, there needs to be some sort of cannibal magic, and I added two or three other spells that I think would fit the character that was created and if not please feel free to change or send it to me and i'll do the changes because i wasn't sure how powerful or weak you were having the character made but what i put i think will fit but like i said i'm open to any ideas here okay where um just for curiosity uh where were you pulling the spells from just the the rule oh, book yeah and i put the page of the rule book right next to the spell so if you guys wanted to read it you don't have to go searching so are the page numbers, are they from the core rule book or are they from like the grimoire, like the... The core uh, the keeper's book. <clears throat> good, okay. good. And yeah, right after it, I put the... Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I just said that's a really good idea because then it allows the GM to go, boom, there they are. Exactly. I figured <laughs> that way everybody who's going to be running it should have that book handy and then the page number's right next to the spell. Perfect. Yeah, and then I guess how how powerful or how not powerful is um, leave up. I'll leave up to Tyler. Okay, um, 
Are you... I'm probably thinking that they couldn't. The cannibal shouldn't be able to take them all on. Oh no! But by it's... yourself. But it, like, if you get alone, <laughs> if she like, like isolate you, you're kind of in trouble. Like I, I gave, I, I gave her or him wither. I gave them uh, some. Let me let me pull it up. Give me one second. Wither. I thought that would be a good one. Uh, here we go. Ba, 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 ba. Um, I uh, spellbook. Uh, the youthful feast. One cast. Uh, this one I made up. So, uh, cast one cooking humans. Reduce. Uh, spell reduces age by one d six months per feast. Uh, the shriveling. The, uh, the shriveling, which is wither. Uh, Keeper's Rulebook, page two, uh, 262. Mental Suggestion, Keeper's Rulebook, page 260. And The Evil Eye, page 259. That's all I, I put. Okay. I'm, I, I was wondering, because I was reading through Morgan's thing earlier, um, should we use the term toad or should we use the term lizard? Because lizard. toad kind of implies frog. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, all, lizards will switch it to lizards. All the Cethuguous stuff is toads. Right. <coughs> all right, now the, the, the frog, the, the, the toad thing got stuck in my head because of the uh, of Golgoroth that we talked about at the very beginning. We'll just switch yeah, the right. the description of them to be closer to like lizard like than toad like. Right. It says it says in That's the description fine. that they have skin that looks like sand or it's encrusted with sand. In our case, I mean, horned lizards live in the desert and they look just like sand, uh, but they do have little spikes on them. So, the same same idea. Um, yeah, that's an easy change. That's not. That's not a problem. Now, Tom, were you going to be making the handouts? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'll do all the handouts if that's what you're going to okay. do. Um, if, there are, if there are texts that you want to write otherwise, I mean, I, I can write stuff. I just need to know where they come in and so forth. Okay. What, what, how much information to put in and how much not to put in. I, I can figure all that out. And then run it by you guys to approve. I'll see okay, what I, I, I can do some of that by the next one. We can look at those next time. Yeah, yeah I've just been leaving little uh, like C handout things next. So things that I think should have a handout. Okay. Um, anything else? Is that, that our catch up for this week? At least on my part, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Just look over the email I sent you guys. If there's any, you know, the names will be changed, obviously. Sure. But just if there's anything, oh, maybe that doesn't click or I like that. Just some feedback whenever you get a chance. No rush on it. Other than that, I'll just keep pushing along as long as that, that's acceptable. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, our thanks to Tyler Hudak, Oscar Rios, Morgan Llewellyn, Zane Fleming, and Jason Melnichok for being here tonight. If you'd like to help support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. 
like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game.